What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 412 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Saj. But before that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com, an amazing company that makes it super easy for all of us to keep track of our business finances, including the money coming in, money going out, and invoicing as well. They make invoicing super easy. So whatever kind of business you have, you can join over 3 million other small businesses and get with FreshBooks. So go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get access to a 30-day free trial. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com, enter Ask Pat. All right, now let's get to today's question from Saj. Hi, Pat, and hello to all Ask Pat listeners. Uh, first of all, once again, I would like to thank you a lot, Pat, because you are the reason I have my first ever podcast live now. It's made it to, you know, top 10 in the news new and noteworthy session as well so it's quite uh, going quite well at the moment at least for time being um and you did actually answer uh, one of the questions i had related to the podcast as well on your previous uh, aspect question uh, you know session so once again thanks for that um for today actually i've got three questions for you so i do apologize um if you remember i uh, you know, most of the episodes that I've heard from you and especially the ones where you had talked about giving out free information and um, I was kind of on the same line, you know, I mean, this podcast that I started gives out free information. And at that point in time, I didn't really have any reason, you know, why I was doing it. But I did think that it could lead to something, you know, uh, into another product or service that people would want from me. And that's exactly what has happened by sharing, you know, free information. Now I've I'm in a situation where people are asking me for kind of a coaching service. Now, uh, the three questions that I said is, I don't know uh, how to go about it. So the first question is, I don't know where to actually host my actual course content. Now, I've heard about Kajabi, but I'm not sure if that's the best option or if you could tell me if there's anything out better than that or if this is the best option to go with. And the second one would be, uh, obviously, for all these, you know, modules that I'm going to create for the course would need me to record my voice while, you know, capturing the screen flow as well at the same time. And uh, how do I go about doing that? Um, I know GarageBand, I'm using it, but that's only obviously for the audio. So if you could help me out, what software should I use to create you know, the screen capture al along with my uh, voice as well? Or, or you can say voiceover. And the last one is obviously I'm going to be promoting this, you know, after, you know, by kind of doing a webinar. Um, obviously, at the end of the webinar, I will be having a you know call to action button where usually you know people click to either subscribe to the product that you're trying to monetize or you know the service now i've always seen my competitors doing it which normally leads either to a lead page or uh, Infusionsoft page which usually then takes a payment i'm not really sure what kind of you know software or uh, the backend service is required to create that so that you can, you know, capture the payment. Uh, I know that you can create an offer page on Webinar Jam, which then takes, if you put a link, it will take you, you know, the person who clicks it to your payment uh, checkout page. But I don't know how to set it up. So if you could help me out a little bit with that as well, that would be great. Uh, once again, thanks a lot for everything. And I hope that this question helps out your other users as well. Take care. Bye. 
Hey, Saj, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate the kind words. And first of all, congratulations on the new and noteworthy uh, and the success of your podcast. I think that's really great. I think it's really cool that you also shared that because of the podcast and because it's doing so well, you're getting people asking you for coaching. I mean, that's just a testament to the power of podcasting, but also the fact that you know when you have stuff to share and people find you, they're going to want to learn more from you, even if you're giving away information for free, which I think is great. So now let's get right into your questions. Well, how do you host your content for, for these courses that you want to do? So, I mean, obviously, there's a number of different ways to serve your audience. You can write books and do digital products like that. You could do one-on-one coaching, which you could also do as well, which you wouldn't need any sort of uh, host to do. But I would like the idea of having some sort of membership site or course that you could do and feed a bunch of people through. Or maybe you can do some combination of a client having clients and having coursework as well. Um, so again, you could build it as, as, as any way you want. But in terms of the type of software to use to host your content, there, there's a couple different options for you. The first one, actually, I'm going to give you two options that is sort of out of the box, meaning you don't have to create your own website and, and things like that. These are places online where you can actually build your own course. They take they handle all the payments. They handle all the students and customer service. And, and obviously, you'd want to be able to keep in constant contact with your audience, which you can through these platforms. But they take care of a lot of that stuff for you. Now, that said, it's built on another platform. And you lose control in terms of the customer experience. It's all up to that those websites. And the two websites I'm talking about is a lot of you probably heard of udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com. That's a great one. I have experience with it as well. And then there's another one out there that I just recently heard called Teachery, teachery.co. And I've heard a lot of people talking about this uh, this one as well, and it looks great. I, I love the interface. I love the homepage. And you can check that out. Again, teachery, T-E-A-C-H-E-R-Y.com. And again, there, it just makes it super simple for you to to get set up. I mean, literally how these work is you sign up, you start building your course, you upload the lessons and things like that. You style the course the way you want to. You create an order page on these on these sites, and then you could just sell your course. You, you, you know, send people to that order page, and it's all processed there for you. Now, you will need to set up with all of these ones that I've been about to mention, some sort of merchant account on a site like Stripe. Um, and, and then there's also PayPal and things like that that you can integrate as well. Uh, but what's cool about using these types of sites is it's it's all beautiful, out of the box, and it's very quick and easy to get set up. But like I said, the con is you don't have complete control of the customer experience, and I'm not exactly sure what happens to the contact information in terms of are you able to you know, upsell them things or sell them other courses down the road uh, that you can control. Can you take people off of these sites and export those lists into your email list and that sort of thing? So you have to do a bit more research on that. But I wanted to tell you about these other solutions as well. So Kajabi, I don't have a lot of experience with, but I know it is another one of those sort of out-of-the-box solutions that you could use as well. But I hear it's very robust, but I also believe the price point is quite high as well. I'm not exactly sure, but that's Kajabi for those of you who are interested. K-A-J-A-B-I. And its own it's its own platform, I believe, but it I believe it does live on your website. But again, I'm not sure about that one. But I've heard a few people talk about it in, in both positive and negative terms. Um, I also want to mention the most popular one that people use. So what what a lot of people do, Saj, is they create a WordPress website, they pick some sort of theme, and then they install plugins to help create the course on top of it. And there's three different uh, plugins that I want to talk about that do that. Uh, The first one is WP Wishlist. That's the most popular one. It was created by or co-founded by a guy named Stu McLaren, who's great. I've used it before. I've set up courses on WP Wishlist as well, walks you through the process, and it also integrates with to one of your other questions in terms of how to uh, collect payments, Stripe, 
and or PayPal or another merchant account like One Shopping Card or Authorize.net. Or so that's how you're able to then collect credit cards and things like that. And what you do is you drop in a script on a particular page on that website, which becomes your payment page, and you just drive people toward that page or that's where people click on on the sales page when they click that Buy Now button. They go to that page to fill in their information and, and all gets taken care of there and things get sent out automatically in terms of username and login after they subscribe and, and so on and so forth. Um, that one's okay. It, it works. I've used it before, like I said myself. Another one that I haven't used before, but I've heard that a lot of people love is WP Courseware. So again, this is a WordPress plugin. So the first one was WP Wishlist, and this one is WP Courseware, W A R E. And that one I hear is very good as well. Now, the one I do want to talk about and recommend uh, doing right now and using is Zippy Courses. So Zippy Courses is by a guy named Derek Halpern over at socialtriggers.com. And I've used this one very recently to set up. Uh, a quick course for people who are interested in accessing old one-day business breakthrough live content that I've uh, that we recorded, me and Chris Ducker recorded and put in sort of a uh, back end of a website where you have to log in and, and create a username for, and people have to pay to get access to that, of course. Uh, and and so it works. It works very well. It's very easy to set up. It integrates with Stripe, which is again a merchant account, uh, and PayPal and any other ones as well. It also integrates with the most common. Uh, email service providers too so you can collect emails too while you're building your course and, and vice versa and uh, it's great I, I love it and it's decently priced too you can check it out by going to askpat.com slash zippy courses again that's askpat.com slash zippy courses and each of those each of any of the above that i just mentioned will walk you through the process of how to set these things up now of course in each of them you're going to have to have your videos and, and your audio so let's go to your second question well how do you record the audio over the screen flow well ScreenFlow is for people who have a Mac. It's a tool that allows you to record what's on the screen. If you have a PC, the equivalent to that is Camtasia Studios. Uh, and and I, you know, there is actually a Camtasia for Mac as well, which is pretty much the same thing as ScreenFlow, but I've just been a loyal, devoted user of ScreenFlow, and uh, everybody seems to love it as well who I recommend it to. So I love ScreenFlow for Mac and then Camtasia Studios for PC. But whatever you use, essentially, any of those tools – you can use to record the video of whatever's on your desktop. You can record anything that's playing in the background, your mouse moving, anything you click on. And, Saj, it also will record your voice. It will record your voice at the same time while you're recording those desktop videos. Now, you will need a decent microphone in order for this to happen. And the one I would recommend would be, because it's the cheapest but it sounds the best, which is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. Now, if you go to askpat.com slash ATR2100, you'll see an affiliate link that goes to Amazon for that particular microphone. And it runs about 60 to 70 bucks, and it sounds just like the mic I have now. Maybe a little bit less, but it sounds amazing. I mean, to the common ear, you won't hear the difference. It's a great microphone, the cheapest, greatest sounding one. The one I'm on now is a Heil PR40, which runs about $340, and it sounds virtually the same. And the nice thing about it is you don't need a mixer or anything like that in order for it to be used. It can just be plugged in USB, and it would work. So when you're recording your ScreenFlow or Camtasia Studio, you just say the audio in. You want to record the audio in from your microphone, and you can choose from the drop-down menu the Audio-Technica ATR2100, or if you have an external mic that you want to use, that that works as well. Just that one sounds professional. And if you're doing courses, you also obviously want to make some, make them sound professional as they will look professional too. Um, one tip for you if you're recording screen flow things, you don't have to do it all in one take. Just keep the thing recording 
keep trying over and over again to get get that section right that you're getting on and then just move on and at the end you can just cut up those parts in the middle that that were just waste you just cut you just hit uh i believe it's uh control t or even just t i think on on ScreenFlow when you're editing so you you bring the the timeline to the area you want to, to slice in that that layer you press t and then it cuts that audio file and video file in half whatever one's highlighted and then you can just delete the ones in the middle and then you can just squish everything over, and then it's like nothing happened in the middle. It just goes right to that next good take. Uh, one tip I like to do when recording ScreenFlow or any audio is to do a little clicking sound like this. And that way I know when I'm looking at the waveforms, because you see the waveforms when you're recording, that that's where the last take starts. And so, yeah, I might do a few takes, and oh, I messed up. I, I messed up. And I'll do that if you, and then I go to the last one, and that's how I know that that one is actually the best one. So I don't even have to worry about listening all the way through. It just takes me right to that good take. So hopefully that helps you. And then number three, in terms of promoting it, obviously you have your podcast, which is great, and you want to bring people from your podcast to a landing page, which can then promote a webinar, for example, or even just a lead magnet, something that you give away for free related to your topic. Maybe it's the first chapter of a book that you have written or just a really quick resource PDF file that you have to offer or beginner's information to whatever it is that you're, you're going to be leading people to in terms of your product. You give that away for free and people subscribe. And then on your email list, you can talk about this webinar that's coming up, or you can just promote the webinar directly as well. You can even do cold traffic from Facebook, targeting specific pages related to your target audience to bring people into your webinar as well. And then on your webinar, like you know, because you've been doing the research, it's very obvious you, you, you are on the right track here. You've been checking out what your competitors are doing and seeing what's working for them. Do the same things. Whatever you feel like could be improved, you improve on those things. Now, when you're doing these webinars, provide a lot of value. You know, 30 minutes in, 45 minutes in, then you drop in those that pitch, Make it very obvious, and also try to include some scarcity in there. Maybe there's a limited time that they have to take action before either the price goes up or they lose out on a bonus, for example, or something like that. There's a lot of strategies you can use. I recommend listening to a lot of the older episodes uh, with Ramit Sethi in SmartPassiveIncome.com's podcast archive. You could just look up Ramit Smart Passive Income Podcast, R-A-M-I-T, and you'll, you'll see the whole lot there. So I recommend you check that out. And again, in terms of collecting payments, you could have that page already set up for you because you have it set up through Zippy Courses or WP Wishlist or any of those other ones as well, whatever you choose to use. And that's the link you give to them. You could take it a little bit further and do what I know John Lee Dumas does and I know, I know a lot of other people do is they have their webinar play on a particular website, so through an embed. Uh, they're either using Google Hangouts or GoToWebinar, for example. Uh, there's another one called Zoom.us, I believe, is, is the website. Just let me verify that. Zoom.us does webinars as well, uh, and that, that's, that is the one. Um, and it's on a website that has the button already on that page to purchase. So when the call to action comes for you to tell them to buy, you just say, hey, click on that big yellow button below, That'll take you to the pay, payment page where you can then pro, you know, get access to your product. And if you use the right software and set it up correctly, it'll automatically take care of everything. They'll get an email after they purchase with the, the place to um, you know, create their username and login and get access to your course, so on and so forth. So, Saj, I hope that answers your question or at least gives you some direction there. Thank you so much for asking it, and I hope this helps other people as well. And uh, introduce a lot of cool new tools there, actually, for a lot of you as well. So you can check those out in the show notes at askpat.com. Again, this is episode 412. I want to thank you all for listening in, and Saj, thank you for the question as well. For that, we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt. For anybody else out there who has a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. I also want to thank today's sponsor. Again, that's freshbooks.com. 
I use them myself. I use them after being just having headaches and being stressed over trying to manage my finances through Excel. I finally learned the realization that there are amazing pieces of software out there like FreshBooks to help you with things that you don't need to do yourself. And uh, managing your finances and bookkeeping like this, especially when it can be done automatically and hooked up to a lot of these payment systems that we talked about, uh, it's really, really helpful. Or, you know, hooked up to your banks that collect all this information and categorize them and make it easy for you to figure out what's going on in your businesses uh, as well. Plus, come tax season, it's, it's very easy for you to manage uh, what's going on as well. If, if you have your tax guy or you're doing it yourself, you can just print out these reports and it makes it very, very easy for you to, to, to move forward so you don't have to worry so much. So go ahead and check it out. You can check it out for 30 days for free by going to getfreshbooks.com and by entering Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com, enter Ask Pat. Thank you so much for listening and I appreciate you. And as always, I like to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Doug Ivester. He said, never let your memories be greater than your dreams. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.